That can only mean one thing, folks. <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> this segment is sponsored by GolfNickers.com, the world's leading retailer of classic golf apparel. Perfect. Hit the website, GolfNickers.com, view the complete line of matching socks, caps, and shirts, from plaids to solids to diamonds, even your favorite college or pro team. And don't forget the promo code GOLFSHOP to save 10% off your order. Thank you, Mr. Nance. Welcome back to the Golf Shop. Mark Greenhouse, Matt Blanchard, Liberty Bill. We'll have to... Uh, we lost John Boyette. Apparently, he got but fed up with my apparently uh, commercial. He, he doesn't like Jim Nance very much. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends. I can do that. I can, be, I can be on the broadcast. CBS, are you listening? Hello, friends. Hello, Maddie. Hello, Mark. How are you today? <laughs> Perfect. It is time to go down to... Augusta. Aiken, South Carolina, and John Boyette, who is the executive editor of the Aiken Standard. What's going on, John? Oh, it's a chilly morning in Augusta, but it's going to be a beautiful week. John, we lost you. Do you not like Jim Nance or at least Mark's imitation of him? I, I love Jim Nance, and I love Mark's imitation of him. <laughs> yeah, it is cold this morning, man. It Ooh, really is. But it's going to be warm next week. You know, I we were I was looking at the forecast, and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, it hasn't rained for a couple days. It's going to be in the 80s through Thursday. Is Thursday going to be as fun as I think it could be? I think it's really going to be nice and crispy and firm, and I think we're going to have to see some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there watching this forecast going, man, like Thursday and most of Friday, we could get, you know, uh, just unbelievable conditions, firm and fast, and what we love to see at Augusta. And then we might get a little rain, which could, like, make the weekend, like, fun from a birdie fest yeah, standpoint. But it's, do you think it's going to rain hard enough, though, John, for for it to really soften up the golf course? I don't see that in the forecast, really. No, I don't. I mean, everything that all the models that leading up until recently were showing, you know, pretty dry going into to next weekend. So, right. you know, I think they're going to have a really, you know, firm and fast master awesome. just like they wanted. It'll be totally opposite of what we had in November. That, yeah, for sure. All right. So a couple questions. Uh, uh, what's our fan capacity going to be? And uh, are the kids on vacation again, uh, spring break, as they usually are this time of year? Yeah, the kids are on vacation for spring break. And, uh, you know, but you know, I have not met anybody personally that got a, a regular badge or practice round mm -hmm. ticket. So what I'm hearing is that a lot of the people that, you know, the volunteers who work in the gallery control or scoring control, mm -hmm. they were able to buy some tickets for the practice round and to get a series badge. Nice. So I think a lot of those people are going to be out here, some of their friends and family. Good. Um, I think the Berkman's Place, which is the luxury uh, hospitality area right. that Augusta National runs, they're going to be, you know, I heard 60%, 70% capacity. So I think you're going to have a lot of the corporate types and uh, some of the, the longtime volunteers who had the purchase to buy some tickets. But other than that, I mean, people that have been getting badges for 50, 60 years were shut out. Unbelievable. Yeah, wow. it's going to be uh, so it's going to be interesting. Obviously, there'll be a little different vibe than we had in November. Um, you know, it's funny because we were talking about leading and, you know, when we had, we announced that we were going to be in November last year, we're like, man, you know, the weather could be interesting. <laughs> and then it ended up being warmer than it is 50 percent of the time in April. But at least we're going to get the 80s and 70s and 80s this week. <clears throat> yeah, it was beautiful outside that one day, I guess, Thursday when Thursday. they had a little bit of a weather delay in the morning. But 
you know, it's. Uh, I think we're going to have pretty good weather. And, you know, this time of year, we, we're prone to having some, some afternoon thunderstorms or showers roll through. But it's, uh, you know, it, it should produce some uh, interesting golf coming up. What's it going to be like from a media perspective? I mean, you guys get to get in there or uh, limited or all virtual or what? Yeah, it's uh, it's very similar to what we had in November. They very limited numbers of people who are actually here in person. I'm one of the fortunate ones that uh, that's in in the building, and uh, you know you have to mask up, you know social distance. Sure. You know they've sure. got it well spaced in the media center. And <laughs> excuse me, I've been fighting off a little cold. I think it's uh, allergies, but um, you know the. Uh, you know, not not a normal media capacity, but they do have a lot of people who have a online or virtual access that are they'll be writing about it as well. Yeah. For, so, what what do you feel like is the vibe as opposed to November? I mean, are we like, man, we're back here again so soon, or we or are we more like, okay, this is like what it's supposed to be? Ah, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's sort of more normal than 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 a November Masters sure. for sure because of the weather and. You know, the azaleas are blooming. The course is going to be beautiful when you see it this afternoon for the women's amateur. It's going to look good. Um, I think you'll see that carry out through next week. Um, you know, I think there'll be a few fans. I think that'll make a difference. It'll be a little bit more energy on the grounds. And I think the members, I was told, got to – the players and the members were able to buy up to four tickets per day. Mm. So I think you'll see more people out here for sure. John, speaking of the women's amateur, we were talking earlier. What is the rationale behind playing two days and then taking a day off and then coming to Augusta to play the final round? Why, why do they do that? They want to give everybody a chance to play Augusta National I gotcha. for the practice round. Gotcha. So that's that's the whole purpose of that. What a treat. What a treat. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I think it's, I think it's classy that yeah. they let everybody, even if you didn't make the cut for, for the that's, final round, yeah. to, to play the practice round. Yeah, but do you expect – uh, Augusta a National to ever do anything that's not classy? I don't. I mean, it's for, no, no, no. I no, mean, no. it's they, they, it's the best. They do is first class. That's right. Top notch. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you know, Dustin Johnson withdraws from the Valero. Um, has he been seen down there yet? Has he been poking around? Uh, and is is he at uh, the top of your? I mean, he's the betting odds. He's the favorite. Uh, is he your favorite this week? You know, I'm a little concerned about Dustin. Me too. I mean, I think it's going to be a whole different set of responsibilities for him this week. He's going to have the champions dinner. You know, he's got a lot, you know, the pigs in the blanket is the first course on his menu. <laughs> you know, so it's, no, uh, it's not. You know, Are you serious? For, yes. you know, being the champion and yes. you know, he's got a target on his back, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm concerned the way he's played the last couple of times, you know, coming in, you know, I don't think he had a good uh, taste in his mouth after losing to Kevin Na in the match play. No. And, you know, maybe maybe he took this week off from Valero just to recharge his batteries and get his get his mind right. We were talking about that too. I, I but I have concern as well, John. I think uh, something's up. He just didn't look like he was into it at all last week. Um, yeah. Uh, and that, uh, he, but he never looks like he's overly concerned about anything. But I mean, it just didn't look like he was into it. Hopefully, that's no, what he's it a great. Is. He's a great. Got a great poker face. You never can tell. No you know what his, what his emotions no are, doubt. and he's, he stays pretty even keel. But. Yeah. You know, just from a physical specimen standpoint, you know, he's he's built to play well on this golf course, and, you know, I'll, I'll never count him out. Yeah. So, you know, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Tiger Woods will not be at the Champions Dinner, we assume. We haven't heard one way or the other, but the assumption is probably he's not nowhere near to making the uh, Champions Dinner. But uh, we're going to have a good crowd for that, aren't we? Oh, yeah, they always have a good turnout, and, 
I think as more and more of the people are getting vaccinated, I think that's probably, you know, allaying some of the concerns or fears that some of the older golfers might have. And I think they had a great turnout in November. So, I mean, I think I think a lot of these guys will still come back. Yeah, and of course, you know, Matt, if you haven't seen the menu, uh, it, you know, it's something that we you could put together in about 30 seconds. Pigs uh, in a blanket, okay. That's pigs nice. in a blanket and lobster and corn Doesn't fritters. Doesn't speak so highly of the South? And lobster and corn <laughs> fritters. Lobster, okay. Uh, then house salad or Caesar salad. Family-style sides, which are mashed potatoes and spring vegetables. The main course is filet mignon and uh, miso-marinated sea bass. And then for dessert is peach cobbler and apple pie with vanilla ice cream. Sounds like a nice menu. You know, as, as a golf freak, there is nothing I would like to do more than be in that room. Of course, everybody says that. But, I mean, can you imagine what the talk is like in, in that in that room for yeah, just that's, two that's or three hours? Yeah, that's the most hours? special night in golf. Golly, man. I mean, I, I would kill for that. John, what would your menu be? Well, I'm uh, I'm a good old southern boy like uh, Dustin. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd probably have to have some good uh, – good uh, pulled pork you know i like yes, that. a good steak uh you know i'm a i'm a traditional you know <laughs> don't get me wrong beans, john i'm a southern boy <laughs> yeah, right when i first read the that you know here's his menu i was totally going low country boil i really was uh, yeah that would have been good i was thinking that's what it was going to be uh, wow. for some yeah. reason yeah i mean that's ob- the obvious choice is the thing so you know so who's who's you know Unfortunately, Bill and Maddie, they're trying to make up ground in our picks, but they're still like four million or so behind. Four million me. behind. Um, so I'm who 3. are your nine million? Again, we're talking to John, John Boyette with the Aiken Standard. Uh, who are your picks? Who are your favorites coming into this thing? Uh, you know, I mean, I, <clears throat> I'm in a pool where I have to pick people at the start of the year, and I right. picked uh, Patrick Cantlay and Rory McIlroy, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I like one of those two. People <laughs> now. And, and it's not Rory, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, you know, I, I think you got to look at Spieth. I mean, the way he he's coming uh, sort seemed to found his game here recently. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, Justin Thomas. You know, you can't discount what he just did at the Players Championship oh, a couple wow. weeks ago. So, you know, I think it's as wide open as we've ever seen it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's going to come down to again, it's it's the firm and fast. I mean, what what do you make of Bryson? Has Bryson the brand? that we call him here, has he maybe won you over a little bit uh, watching him handle the API and the Players' Championship that he's just not stepping up and bombing it all the time, that he's doing a little more picking and choosing? Does that bode well for him at Augusta? I think it has to. <clears throat> you know, I think, but it, I think it, it all boils down to how he's going to play on the greens here in Pud. And, you know, I don't think he's ever, you know, handled the greens here particularly well. And I think his best finish was when he was an amateur. So, you know, I would proceed with caution with him. The other thing at Augusta, John, as you know, I mean, if he's bombing it and, and, and missing it right and missing it left, Augusta doesn't have good angles to the green from, from, from where he hits it other than the fairway. It just doesn't. Right. You know? So, Yeah, I think we'll somebody see. said it's hard enough, you right. know, when you're in the fairways to put the ball in the proper place on the green. Then if you're out of, the, out of position, it's even more difficult. Exactly. Well, I mean, his first tee shot last year off of number 11, I mean, you could have ended up in the next area code yeah, had true. it had not hit a few trees. Yeah. I mean, it was that far offline and that far gone, and he actually got really lucky that he, he was able to find it and, and – get it down near in front of the green. I mean, he had a couple of tee shots in his first nine holes that, you know, could have ended up in South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the direction, but this is just a general observation. So, yeah, I mean, I think for me, 
Uh, it, for me, if he does, if he only hits driver for me on number two, mm-hmm. on number eight, right, on number, well, he doesn't need one at thirteen, fifteen, right. I mean, and then occasionally, if you want to, you know, take a chance on like number five, if the if the wind's not in your face and be able to bomb right. it over the bunkers and take the bunkers out of play, that's yeah. that's it for me for drivers. If he does that, he's on my list. If he's not doing that, he's not on my list. Right. Yeah, I think he's got to be really smart about it and uh, know that he doesn't need to hit driver full throttle every hole out here. And I think he finally learned that at uh, at Bay Hill, and he did yeah. he did it again at the players. He I mean, did. you didn't see it a whole lot. I mean. And it come to your point. It comes down to his iron play and and getting it in the right spots on the green. And and his wedge game has been subpar for where he hits it. And as many times as he hits wedges in, so I think if he can get that, I think he needs to go see Dustin Johnson because Dustin Johnson learned how to dial all his wedges sure in, did. and that's what's yep. elevated his game. And I think if Bryson does that, he's in business as well. I agree, hundred percent. There's got to be somebody on the European side that's going to that's going to play this week well this week, and I don't know who it is. I mean, it could be Terrell Hatton, it could be Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, I don't know, but I think there's going to be a there's going to be a couple Europeans. What about, what about Sergio? Well, there you go. He's hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's won it before. I'm not sure about his overall putting, John. He's never been that great of a putter. And Augusta, you've yeah. got to be, you know. I've heard time and time again, and it's very rare, but you hear these guys like Zach Johnson went four days without three-putting a green at, at, at Augusta the year he won. I mean, that's incredible to not three-putt one time at Augusta National. So, uh, are you okay, John? I'm okay. I'm are you sure it's not COVID, man? <laughs> I, I'm thinking it sounded like COVID there, John. No, he's got media uh, credentials. Not it is not COVID. It's not COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's listening that belongs to Augusta National, he does not have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll touch up with you again and uh, next Saturday, boots on the ground, and find out what's going on. So uh, have a great watch of the practice rounds and uh, the first few rounds, and we'll catch up with you next week. All right, that sounds great. I look forward to it. Thanks Thank a lot, you, my John. Man. All right, bye bye. That is John Boyette, the executive director for editor, executive editor for the Aiken Standard.